Good evening. This is All India Radio and I'm Abhishek Kumar with the news at 9. The headlines. Supreme Court says mediation in Ayodhya land dispute case has failed orders day to day hearing from Tuesday. Jammu and Kashmir government asks Amarnath pilgrims and tourists to curtail their stay in Kashmir Valley in view of terrorist threats. Indian tells the US any discussion on Kashmir has to be only bilateral with Pakistan. Supreme Court puts in abeyance transfer of Unnao rape victims accident case to Delhi on CBI's plea. National Investigation Agency Amendment Act comes into force with issuance of notification today. And in badminton, S Ranki Reddy and Chirag Shetty enter men's double semi-finals of Thailand Open. Supreme Court today ordered day-to-day hearing of the long-standing land dispute at Ram Janmabhoomi Babri Masjid in Ayodhya from Tuesday after all the four attempts to amicably settle the issue failed to yield the result. A five-judge constitution bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi took note of the report of the three-member mediation panel that its effort to find out an amicable resolution to the dispute have failed. The panel was headed by former Apex Court judge FMI Khalif Ullah. The Apex Court had asked the mediation panel to submit the status report on the mediation process by 31st July. The bench also comprising justices S A Bobde, D Y Chandrachud, Ashok Bhushan and S A Nazir had asked the contesting parties on February 26 this year to explore the possibility of amicable settlement through mediation saying it may help in healing relations. The bench had suggested even if there is 1% chance of settling the dispute amicably the parties should go for mediation. The Jammu and Kashmir government today issued security advisory for Amarnath yatris and tourists to curtail their stay in Kashmir Valley in view of terrorist threats. An order issued by State Home Department said the advisory has been issued considering latest intelligence inputs of terror threats with specific targeting of the Amarnath yatra. Earlier Lieutenant General KJS Dhillon, General Officer in charge Chinar Kaur and State Police Chief Dilbag Singh in a joint press conference in Srinagar said that terrorists of Lashkar, Jaish and Ansar Ghazwatul Hind are planning to carry out attack on Amarnath Yatra with the support of Pak Army. Lieutenant General Dhillon said, "Last 3 to 4 days there were very specific and confirmed intelligence reports that terrorists backed by Pakistan Army and Pakistan are trying to target the Shri Amarnath ji yatra which is going on. And based on that the combined teams of army, CRPF and JKP carried out an extensive search of both the routes and the areas that are joining we had some major successes in this search and a pakistan army's mine has been recovered in this search from the caches which clearly indicates that pakistan army is involved in terrorism in kashmir the top security official said that jesh terrorist outfit is shifting to improvised explosive device ied attacks They said forces have successfully busted five modules of Jesh involved in IED making and IED attacks. They said that 83% of those who have joined militant ranks had been stone pelters in the past. They appeal mothers to keep away their wards from stone pelting. India has said that any discussion on Kashmir if at all warranted will only be with Pakistan and only bilaterally. External Affairs Minister S J Shankar in a tweet today said 
that he made this clear to his American counterpart Mike Pompeo in Bangkok during a bilateral meeting on the sidelines of East Asia Summit foreign ministers meet. U.S. President Donald Trump recently offered to mediate on the Kashmir issue. Mr. Jayashankar is in the Thailand capital to attend ASEAN-India ministerial meeting and several other meetings. India has asked Pakistan to provide unimpeded consular access to its national Kulbhushan Jadhav. Sources in External Affairs Ministry today said that New Delhi has asked Islamabad that the consular access should be provided in an environment free from the fear of intimidation and reprisal in the light of the orders of the International Court of Justice. Pakistan's response on this is now awaited. National Investigation Agency Amendment Act 2019 has come into force today after the notification issued by the Union Home Ministry in this regard. Parliament had approved the bill on 17th of last month, giving more powers to NIA. The latest amendment will enable the NIA to additionally investigate offences related to human trafficking, counterfeit currency, manufacture or sale of prohibited arms, cyber-terrorism and offences under the Explosive Substances Act 1908. The Parliament has passed the Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill 2019 with the Sabha approving it today. The bill was passed with 147 members voting in favour of the bill and 42 against. The bill seeks to further amend the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act 1967. Replying to discussion on the bill, Home Minister Amit Shah reiterated the government's commitment to fight against terrorism. Mr Shah said, मेरा चार्ज आतंकवादी व्यक्ति को घोषित करने के लिए यही है कि संस्था व्यक्ति से बनती है इसके संविधान से नहीं बनती एक संस्था पर प्रतिबंध लगाते हैं वो दूसरी संस्था खोल लेते हैं प्रतिबंध लगाने में इसके लिए प्रूफ इकट्ठा करने में और दो साल चले जाते हैं तब तक वो आतंकवाद फैलाते रहते घटनाएं करते रहते हैं जब तक व्यक्ति को टेररिस्ट घोषित नहीं करते इनके काम पर इनके इलाकों पर चेकलाना संभव Earlier participating in the debate, Congress objected to some of the provisions of the bill, saying they are unconstitutional and against individual liberty. Our correspondent takes a look at the salient features of the bill. The Unlawful Activities Prevention Amendment Bill 2019 empowers the central government to designate individuals as terrorists if the person commits or participates in acts of terrorism, prepares for terrorism, promotes terrorism or is otherwise involved in terrorism. Earlier, the government could only designate organizations and not individuals as terrorists. It also empowers the Director General of National Investigation Agency to grant approval of seizure or attachment of property when the case is investigated by the agency. The bill additionally empowers the officers of NIA of the rank of inspector or above to investigate cases. Suparna Saikya, AIR News, Delhi. Lok Sabha has passed the Dam Safety Bill 2019. It aims to address all issues concerning safety of dams, including regular inspection, emergency action plan and comprehensive safety review. It also lays onus of dam safety on the dam owner and provides for penal provisions for commission and omission of certain acts. According to the bill, a National Committee on Dam Safety will be set up to evolve dam safety policies and recommend necessary regulations. Lok Sabha has passed the Jallianwala Bagh National Memorial Amendment Bill 2019. Culture Minister Prahlad Singh Patel said the government wants to end the politics involved with regard to the Jallianwala Bagh National Memorial Trust. 
The bill adds a provision to allow the central government to terminate the term of a nominated trustee before the expiry of his term without assigning any reason. President Ramnath Kovind has given his nod to the Finance Bill 2019. A Gazette notification to this effect was issued today. The Parliament had passed the bill on 23rd of last month. The Finance Bill gives effect to the financial proposals of the central government for the financial year 2019-20. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. The Supreme Court today kept in abeyance its earlier order by which it had transferred the accident case of the now rape victim from Raibareli in Uttar Pradesh to Delhi. A bench comprising Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi and Justice Deepak Gupta took note of the submission of Solicitor General Tushar Mehta appearing for the CBI that the accident took place last Sunday and the investigation is in progress. Mehta said the case cannot be transferred under the provisions of law and sought indulgence of the bench that its transfer be kept in abeyance till the conclusion of the probe. Earlier today, the Apex Court had said that the Unau rape victim's family is at liberty to take a call on shifting her to Ames in New Delhi. It accepted the suggestion made by senior advocate V. Giri that her family has expressed that she be treated in Lucknow Hospital for the time being. The girl and her lawyer were severely injured and two of her aunts died in an accident. The University Grants Commission, UGC, has issued a list of institutions recommended for the status of Institutions of Eminence, IOE, by the government. The institutions include Delhi University, BHU, Hyderabad University and IIT Madras and Kharagpur. An official release said the UGC made the recommendations on the report of the Empowered Expert Committee set up by the government under the chairmanship of N. Gopalaswamy. India and Guinea today signed three MOUs on the second day of President Ramnath Kovind's three-day visit to that country. The MOUs include cooperation in traditional system of medicine and renewal energy. After the delegation-level talks, Secretary India Economic Relations T.S. Tirumurthy told media that President Kovind and President of Guinea Alpha Kond had in-depth exchange of views on bilateral relations, international and regional issues of mutual interest. Our correspondent covering the President's visit has filed this report. President announced a new line of credit of 170 million US dollar for water supply project of Konakri city. Both countries also agreed on the need for reform of the UN Security Council to make it reflective of contemporary realities. Both the leaders also expressed their deep concern over the rise of extremism and terrorism around the world. Tomorrow, President will attend an Indian community event before concluding the visit. Samir Verma, AIR News, Konakri, Guinea. In yet another step closer to the moon, India's Chandrayaan-2 spacecraft has undergone the fourth earthbound maneuvering successfully today. The National Space Agency, ISRO, has said in a tweet, the operation began at 3.27 p.m. by firing the engine on board the spacecraft, which lasted for 10 minutes and 46 seconds. The operation helped to raise its orbit to 277 km at the nearest end of the Earth and nearly 90,000 km at the farthest end. Indian television journalist Ravish Kumar has been awarded the 2019 Ramon Magsisay Award. Kumar is among five individuals 
who were declared winners of the award, which is Asia's premier prize and often referred to as the Asian version of the Nobel Prize. The award will be presented at a ceremony in Manila on September 9, 2019. Equity benchmark BSE Sensex today overcame a weak start to to log gain led by auto, IT and finance stocks. Domestic indices climbed even as global markets dived after US announced fresh tariffs on Chinese imports. However, the rupee plunged 54 paise against the US dollar. A report Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange surged 100 points or 0.27% to end at 37,118. Nifty at the National Stock Exchange also added 17 points or 0.16% to settle at 10,997. However, the rupee at the foreign exchange market plunged 54 paise to 69 rupees and 60 paise against the US dollar. And Brent crude prices were trading around 62 dollars and 70 cents a barrel in intraday trade. This is Arjun Choudhury for AIR News. In badminton, India's Sapik Sairaj Ranki Reddy and Chirag Shetty qualified for the men's double semi-finals after registering a hard-fought win over qualifiers Choi Sol Gyu and Seo Seon Ji of Korea at the Thailand Open in Bangkok today. The unseeded Indian combination fought valiantly for exactly an hour to get the better of their Korean rivals 21-17, 17-21, 21-19 in a quarter-final duel. They will take on Korean pair of Ko Sung Hyun and Shin Bak Chol in the semi-finals tomorrow. However, in the men's singles quarter-finals, B Sai Pranit lost to Kanta Sunyama of Japan 18-21-12-21. With this loss, India's campaign ends in men's singles. In the mixed doubles, Ranki Reddy and Ashwini Punappa lost their mixed doubles quarter-final match. India will take on the West Indies in the first T20 of the three-match international series in Lauderhill, USA tomorrow. The match is scheduled to begin at 8 p.m. Indian Standard Time. All India Radio will broadcast running commentary on the match alternately in Hindi and English from 7:30 p.m. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Supreme Court says mediation in Ayodhya land dispute case has failed, orders day-to-day -day hearing from Tuesday. Jammu and Kashmir government asks Amarnath pilgrims and tourists to curtail their stay in Kashmir Valley in view of terrorist threats. India tells the US any discussion on Kashmir has to be only bilateral with Pakistan. Supreme Court puts in abeyance transfer of Unnao rape victims accident case to Delhi on CBI's plea. National Investigation Agency Amendment Act comes into force with issuance of notification today. And in badminton, S. Ranki Reddy and Chirag Shetty enter men's double semi-finals of Thailand Open. And that is all in the news at nine. Good night.